Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. And on the show today, we have ex-West Ham and Hastings regular Sophie Reid. Sophie tells us about her time at West Ham and when Billy Wood rang, how easy it was for him to sell the club to her. Also on the show, we have Henry Brookshaw, winner of the Supporters Club Youth Flag Design Competition. Henry and his mum, Hannah, tell us about his design, his adoration for David Rodari, and hitting the post four times in a game. After that, we talked with Scott Price, manager of Hollington Lions, where we did have some sound issues but managed to get the interview done, and Jack Stapley, chairman of Westfield. We talked about how both their clubs are affected by lockdown, their future and players to look out for. Enjoy Hastings fans. And now over to Henry and his mum, Hannah. Ah, hello. Hi. Hello. Is, is this Henry? Yep. Yes. Uh, one more moment, one moment. The winner of our flag competition. Clap him in, clap him in. Well done. You deserve it. Take a bow, take a bow. wonderful design let's talk about that to begin with so how long did it come up take you to come up with it um it was just the first thing that came to mind to be honest very bashful how did you find out about it um no i just looked up the hastings flag on google so you got you got given the voucher, didn't you, when you were at the Hastings oh, yeah. United yeah. match when you were watching it? You got handed the little piece of I paper. I think it was the last match I watched. No, the third last match match I watched. So we couldn't watch anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got a few questions for you, so you can't escape immediately. Okay. Um, how did you um, how did you start following Hastings? What 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 um, was it you? family that dragged you there or was it all uh, or you just um, great football um so my brother and granddad was already going yeah. and and i was already playing playing for a team and i i was playing for Hastings united youth and um and that just made me wanted to go yeah that's as good a reason as any yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay do you, so what you play for the what team do you, do you play for at the moment hastings united youth under 11s oh great okay and what, and what position do you play in um, um center mid or left wing oh very good okay and I, who, go on sorry i, I interrupted you i need to be the goalkeeper well you could play anywhere <laughs> yeah so i have played in center back and left back and right back and striker before yeah you're yeah. finding where you best fit at the moment aren't you no, i've never, never never ever played in right wing no no oh, okay. I, I like cross crossing the ball in. yeah and who do you who's your favorite who's your favorite player at the moment uh david Rodari. god oh, i knew uh, i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> you drew a picture of him this morning didn't you oh, wow oh that's cool that's really good that Right then, I've got a few more questions for you, sir. Right, so we've asked about the design. We've asked about your favourite player. And that, Rodari, I would love to, if you if you, if you you could, take a little picture of that and, and post it, because we'd love to post it over the Facebook page or because we've got our own website now as well. We'd love to put it up, but that's up to you, Henry, because you're the boss. Right. Yeah. What other things are you into? Because I've heard you're a bit of a... 
an elite Fortnite player? Uh, I don't usually play Fortnite anymore. Oh, have you gone off it? Um, but I do. I like playing football. Um, I like playing netball. Um, I do play on a Nintendo Switch, which has my Fortnite account on it. What What's the game you're playing at the moment then? Um, I play all kinds of games. I play like Rocket League. Um, this car game called Asphalt. We've been doing lots of bowling, haven't we? And snooker yeah. and billiards we've been playing as well. Wow. You've been beating me, haven't you? In 51 games. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Was that 51 games? Did you yeah. Say? So you're 51 nil up? No. Oh, okay. It's 51 different kinds of games. Oh, okay. I thought you were 51 nil up. I thought, you've got to go easy on your mum. No, he's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we've you asked about... <laughs> well, what I was going to say to you is that we, we're getting the flag because I'm part of the Hastings United Supporters Committee and we're getting that um, flag made up for you. What we will do, though, is if our funds can allow it, which I think we will, we're going to get one made up for you. So you yeah. can put it at home and then we're going to put cool, one, up, yeah. one up in the ground. Yeah. When we have football again, which we don't know when that is. Um, but what we want, we want one, one thing, get a picture of you and the family with the flag. And that, yeah. That okay? Yeah. And then also yeah. we want you to choose where in the ground you'd like the flag hanged off the one that we have, the one on match days where you would like it to be hung. In, hung okay. In so, so, you have to, maybe you think about where you stand the most or maybe yeah. behind the home goal. You have to think about your favourite place, don't you, in the ground? Yeah. yeah. yeah? So, this is Henry's This is Henry's spot. Yeah, it's my spot. No one else stand yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> By the bin. By the bin. By the bin. That's where we usually stand. The left side of the bin. You do. Yeah, round the other side. Round the other side by the bin. Oh, nice. We'll call it something different than that. We'll call it the Henry end. Yeah, not the by the bin (laughs) spot. But also, we were going to put this up, if if you don't mind, and I can also cut this out, so don't worry. But if you don't mind, we're going to put this up on our supporters club um you know just as uh you know the this on video but if you don't want that we're more than happy to not have it on there so don't worry i want it on there yes well if you like radari you've got to love yourself a little bit you know I mean? he's either <laughs> and and also it's going to be on the podcast and the podcast is on thursday so if you don't mind could i have a picture of you when I'm promoting the podcast, though that's maybe a question I need to ask your mum, but like um, when I put it out on Twitter and all that rubbish, but that is not a problem. Oh. So, yeah, so we take a picture of you and your Hastings United top in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yes, excellent cool. stuff. Okay, well, Henry, it's a pleasure. Um, and it, it really, honestly, it's a, it was a great little entry there. And you know, we, we, we just want everyone to be involved. and you know, it's great to see a smile on your face, you know, all considering what's going on in the world, you know, it's, it's nice to be around smiley people. That's good. So, um, listen, you have a great afternoon. Um, I, I also got... Oh, go on, please go on more. 
Oh, wow. So what are these for, Henry? Um, this one's for Man of the Match that I got on my last game before we had to stop. Yeah. Oh, well done. And then this one was for the end of last season. Oh, what was that for? Was that like performance of the season or what was it? Was it just like for player of the year? Mm, no. Uh, everyone got the same trophy, I think. Okay. And um, for playing really well that season. And last season, I think I scored eight goals. So so this man of the match trophy that you got, how yeah. many times did you manage to hit the woodwork of the goalpost on that match? Do you remember? Oh yeah, five, four times. Four times, oh. yeah. And, and and I did, I still didn't score. <laughs> no. And I made it. Oh. You and did. I just sit sit down for like an hour. Didn't you I? did. Everybody was willing, everyone to go in. By the time you got to the third or fourth time, everyone was desperately. Everyone, even the opposition, were hoping you were going to get it in, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hope you didn't say any naughty words, Henry, after that fourth time no. the post. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. Well, well, Henry. Well, again, I'd, look, look, well, we are going to do more things like this uh, because we want to get you, you, you younger fans involved and doing stuff. And um, you know, it's it's really fantastic entry. Honestly, like I know that we when we were doing the judging for it, it's just it's really sweet. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sounding like a soft judging. Don't uh, know. It was a very distinct group of individuals. So, so the committee, the committee, the committee rabble. Then I wonder how many, many people like joined in to do it. I don't know. I don't know how many uh, people there is on the committee. Uh, well, wow. what? Who, who were? How many people were judging? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got we we got about three or four of us. You know, we had to bang heads a little bit, but we managed to um, flesh it out and, and um, actually agree with each other for once, which is nice. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, Henry, lo lovely to have it. And, and you know, um, please keep us updated on your footballing uh, ex exploits once the, once the season starts again. I will. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. And, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. And, and, and you take care and have a good day. Yep. Okay. See you later. Yeah, see ya. Bye. Bye. And here's Sophie Reed. Hooray. Well, hi. I don't know oh. what I've done, but it's working. It's working. Who cares? Who cares, Sophie? Um, hello. 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 Where should we start? Let's start with, did you have a nice Christmas and New Year's? Uh, yeah, it was really good. Thank you. Um, good. Was able to see family, which was nice. Um, yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was as uh, as good as we're all going to get it at the moment. I think exactly. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I've been trying my best to not be a miserable bugger. I just want a bit of football and a bit of a restaurant. Just go out with my partner to the restaurant. Yeah, for a exactly. You know, just those boring normal things that we all did. Okay, but I'm not going to be miserable. Stop it, Chris. Right. <laughs> Don't, this is uh, not about me. This is about you. Listen, so. Sophie, what I wanted to ask you about first of all is like you, you, you were you were like a West Ham Academy player, weren't you? Years ago. Yeah. Yeah. What what was the setup like there? Yeah, it was really good. Um, the setup was so when I first started there, it had no real 
link with the men's first team. So, well, with the men's team in general. But in my like later years at the club, the men started to get more involved. Oh, good, yeah. Um, and just as I was about to to leave in and around that time, the last six months was when Jack Sullivan got involved. I don't know if you saw the programme on BBC. Oh, no, I haven't. What? Well, for people that don't know about that, what was it called? I think it was like Britain's youngest chairman or something like that. Okay. and, and um, that... But it was basically all about Jack Sullivan taking over the West Ham ladies team as like the chairman. Oh, cool. Okay. And it was, and it was on BBC? Yeah. Well, I'll see if I can try. And f- okay, well, I'll try and find a link and link it in with when we get this out. Yeah. Um, so are you, and are you are you on it? No, 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 no. That was done after I left. Oh, we could still put it on anyway. Okay, all right. So yeah, so Jack Sullivan, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he started to take more of an interest. We was always able to use their facilities, which was fantastic. But yeah, it was never really a professional setup in that sense. But yeah, they had. No real link with us until, yeah, probably about seven years ago now, probably is when they started to. So you what your training facilities and things like that, they were completely separate. You weren't using any of West Ham's sort of facilities? Yeah, we did. So we used we used their facilities. The younger teams used the foundation site and then the senior teams is in the reserves and the first team were able to use the men's training ground. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. And so, so did any did you ever get any mix of I know that towards the end there, did you ever get any of the men's players coming over? Did anyone spark a bit of interest or was it mainly um, just they watched us train we when we had some training sessions on a Sunday when we didn't have a game, um if they were on site, some of them took an interest and came over and watched. Um none of them ever really came and watched a game or anything. But yeah, we did see some of them on occasions in and around the training ground. Cool. So you were there. You were there. What about? Was it? I didn't. Because I, I remember reading somewhere you like started. Like, you were like about ten or something. You started at West Ham. Was uh, it yeah, I was eleven. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, how long were you there for again? Twelve years. Bloody hell! So you were like the furniture then. <laughs> yeah, went all the way through. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, do, you, do, you, do you try and do you keep in contact with any of them from there, or have they all moved on? Um, no, I do keep in contact. I've got my two best friends from football, Amy and Sasha. We met playing at West Ham. So yeah, I still keep in contact with quite a few of the girls. Okay. And um, has, has any of them still playing premiership football or, or are you coaching or anything? Some of them are playing at a, a good level still. Probably the best one actually is one of Amy Sinden's friends. I used to play with Sophie McLean, who's her best friend. She okay. was at Tottenham um, and has just gone to London Bees, I think she's gone to. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's all who you know, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've got I actually got a few a few questions from uh, some of your supporters. Okay. Your injuries. I didn't know this, Sophie. So this is this is news to me. But the person asking the question was saying that you've had some severe injuries. Yeah. And how have you got over them? What what sort of struggle was it to get over them? So I've actually done my ACL twice mm. on the same knee. Oh, same knee. Oh, bloody yeah. hell. So I did first one in, I think it was 2017, maybe. Oh, no, I think it's 2015 and 2017. Yeah. Um, so it was actually two years apart. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, first time round, I'd done it in a tackle and then just knew straight away. That one took 
a year to rehab and then I had to a couple of months later once I got back had to have surgery again on the cartilage which set me back a couple of months again and then Mm. I started playing and then yeah it was it was just difficult to get back it's I wouldn't I wouldn't wish and I say this all the time I wouldn't wish an ACL injury on my worst enemy Mm. it's obviously painful but it's the rehab that goes with it yeah it just takes forever yeah and then I managed to get back playing and then yeah about I think about six months later done it again god and then that took again another I had a couple of complications after that surgery so I kind of just decided after that one that I wasn't going to play football again well yeah I could imagine oh, yeah I was god. I was told by the doctors that it's not advisable to mm. to be playing again but yeah, and then Hastings popped up and I just decided to get back into it after about three years, I think it was. I was going to say, from what I've heard of how you play and what I've seen on like the limited stuff I've seen on uh, the Twitter and stuff, because I haven't actually made a, uh, a women's game, which is highly mm-hmm. embarrassing for me. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's a running joke now, really. But um, you, like, you put a proper challenge in, you know, you still get stuck in. <laughs> and uh, for someone who's done their ACL twice, I mean, did you ever find yourself second guessing you know when you're going in for a challenge you know just thinking well do I want to do this or I mean it must be difficult to have been to stay fully committed into something like that when you've had such a serious injury I think when I done it first time around when I first started getting back into training and stuff I was a little bit hesitant but I haven't really felt it this time around and I've kind of always been like if you're one that kind of pulls out of a challenge you're actually going to get more hurt Mm, good point but yeah I know even like my parents came and watched earlier in the season and they was very much like, why are you still going into tackles like that? <laughs> um, but I, I can't not. It's part of my game and I love a good, strong tackle. So, mm. yeah. One of the other things is, um, what was, I mean, what was the support like around the West Ham? Because I know like when, you know, I mean, unfortunately COVID is really, we can't, we can't, we can't pretend. It's really buggered up the season. Um, yeah. You know, everything was getting going. And and your your side was was getting good attendances. Was it similar kind of attendance at a West Ham game? I mean, what was crowds like when you were at West Ham? Nowhere near as what we get at Hastings, genuinely. Oh, okay. Um, they do now. Obviously, there's a lot more support in and around women's football. But back when I was playing for them, you'd get the odd maybe a hundred if it was a yeah. if it was a big game. But it was never really more than that ever. It must have been a pleasant surprise then. When you come down here and night and a, an upstart team, you know that was six weeks it was put together, wasn't yeah. it? Was it? Yeah, like I mean, it's amazing, really. Um, the, the support has been fantastic; mm. like it really, really has. And I've said that to the girls; like they don't realise how incredible the support is to have that support as well from the town. Yeah, no, that's that, that's brilliant. I mean, have you have you heard good vibes from Billy and stuff? Because oh, obviously, we all want the we, all, you know. We all want everything to continue. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, I'm I get, getting tweets and things from other clubs and stuff about how they're struggling financially. Well, we haven't we have really heard anything. I think we're more waiting for some sort of statement from the Sussex FA. Mm. But at the moment, there's been nothing. I know that before lockdown, they turned around and said that our games were postponed until February. Yeah. With the hope that the league would still go ahead. But I'm still hoping that even if we come out of lockdown, say mid-Feb, whatever the plan is yeah. at the moment, 
that the season can still go ahead. I know that then means it's scheduled later on, but I think everyone's still going to want to play. So, well, yeah, that's I was thinking that, and I know that, that, that there's a there's a tremendous amount of support in the town for this, which is just fa- fabulous and very difficult at the moment, isn't it, to see a positive when we haven't got any we haven't really got any date to when we're going to start back up again. And it doesn't no. look, let's be honest, it doesn't look that way, does it, at the moment? No. No, oh, I get yeah. it. It's, it's a big part of what's going on at the moment. I think everyone, like, everyone loves football. People, the town yeah. are coming to support because they want to support us, but they love football as well. And it's, I've always said that it's weird, that football's always, like, been a bit of a release from from life and, and yeah, general day-to-day stuff. So, yeah, everyone's, everyone's going to miss it and everyone's going to want it back as soon as possible, really. I mean, how are you? How are you guys keeping in contact? Are you still like Zoom calling each other? Are, we, are, are you? Are you still before? Were you kind of trying to catch up, sort of training, go running together, or any anything like that? Yeah, so we've got a, a WhatsApp group that we all um, are in contact with each other. Um, in the last lockdown, we had Zoom um, sessions weekly that um, that Billy put on, and uh, we haven't really heard anything at the moment about what's happening. But even when you we were able to go and see one person outside, there was a couple of us that would meet up and go for a kickabout or, yeah. or go for a run. And I know that a lot of the girls were doing that as well. So yeah, just trying to trying to keep in touch with each other and keep going as much as possible. Yeah, it's important at this moment, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I've got another question. Got another question from uh, from Wayne, who's a massive fan of the women's team. He's the bloke uh, who wears shorts wears all the shorts. time. Yeah, yeah. That's how, that's how he's known. Yeah. Wayne, the guy that wears well, shorts. Yeah, I know. He's an absolute legend. He's at every game. He doesn't matter. He's absolutely game. fantastic. Like, I absolutely love his his commitment. Yeah, because even when we played Ruffy the other day, he rocked up mm. in his shorts. It was freezing. And they travelled for so long to get there. Yeah. I think it's incredible. It's every his gimmick needs... anyway. It's his gimmick. He wears shorts everywhere. <laughs> every team needs uh, a Wayne. Yeah. No, Wayne, he's, he is. The, uh, yeah, but he was asking about what's it like to have that uh, away support? If you're saying, you know, as you were saying about West Ham, not as many. I mean, did you, did you when you did away games for them, did you get anyone? Not uh, really. It was just yeah. more parents or friends, yeah, to be yeah. honest. Well, yeah, I remember my, where my uh, ex-wife used to play for QPR women's. And, um, okay. Yeah, and it was one man and his dog stuff. No matter the game, I mean, obviously QPR weren't as supported aren't as well I've never been as supported as West Ham so it was obviously mm-hmm. a lot less but um what do you see for the future Every, everyone's going to have that time and I think that we um that like me and Bex talking yesterday yeah. it's just it's going to be one of those times where people are just going to have to support each other and yeah and be there for each other because it's such a without swearing it's such a shit time that we're mm. in and it's that uncertainty yeah. it's that not knowing because like, I'm a teacher yeah so obviously with lockdown yesterday, we're then being told that, well, we're not going to see the kids now until Was at least February, February, half, February term. half term. Yeah. And it's just like putting, so that's what I've been doing all this morning, just trying to put work together and resources and just trying to get the best work for them. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. You I said mean, about the future. Yeah, please. Yeah, please. So the future, What would? where do you see, because obviously, you know, the team's doing well. You were scoring a hat full of goals. The team might be a little bit different by the time we play again, but like there was a lot of positives there. I mean, where do you see it going to? Well, obviously our aim is still to, to climb the leagues as as quickly as possible. Um, 
And I think we definitely have the potential to do that, depending on if we manage to play out the rest of this season. Um, that would be our aim. And we're still in two cups as well. So yeah. the treble is on if if we can continue um, with the season. But yeah, just going forward, I think the club has the backing as well, which is absolutely fantastic to to climb as, as high as possible, really. And that was one of the things that sold it to me mm. when uh, Billy rung me about the club was actually the passion behind pushing, pushing the women's team and, yeah, getting them going and, and as far as possible. But, yeah, the, depending on when we next play, as you said, the team could look different. So we know for definite that if the season doesn't get played out, then next season we won't have the likes of Izzy and Lily, who are key players for us because they're both going out to America. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can get the season played out with the girls um, because, yeah, we, we were on a good run. Yeah, no, it's true. When, when you were on the phone to Billy, did you manage to get a word in edgeways? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he definitely sold it. It was very yeah. much like, can we have a quick conversation? It definitely wasn't a quick conversation. Yeah. But yeah, he totally sold the club to me. I know from a point of view of the fans, we're, we're all dead keen on the team. You know, it's been, to be honest, it's been really nice from bouncing off other fans, talking about how positive it is to see there was good football, there was great goals you know, um, that it was always great fun to watch the games, you know, that's all I've heard, you know, I've, you know, I've said, you know, because back, back in the day when I used to watch women's football, where was it, mid-90s, mid-90s when my, my ex-partner was playing, some of it was quite a poor standard. Yeah. And no, there's been none of that. Do you know what I mean? There's been none of that talk. And so, you know, it's it's all it's all good. You know, it's all good. It's just that that frustration, isn't it, that we don't have a date of anything. Mm-hmm. We haven't got a future date to kind of say, okay, right, well, we're just going to tolerate this this goal. So hopefully, you know, hopefully things will change in the next few weeks. Yeah, um, for the crossed. better, for the better. And I yeah. won't be I won't be so miserable. <laughs> so. No, you're fine. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, no. So I'm, I'm a grumpy bugger today. But listen, it's, it's an absolute pleasure having you on, Sophie. And uh, apologies apologies for my waffle and <laughs> not my usual happy self. But it, that's no reflection on you because everything I've heard from fellow fans is that you, uh, you know, you're a bit of a, a bit of an animal on the pitch, that there's <laughs> tackles flying in everywhere. So I don't want to mess about with you. I don't want you beating me up when I, when I come to the ground. So... <laughs> Um, no, none of that at all. Don't okay. worry. But I'm listen, a totally like, different person off the pitch. It's absolutely fine. Oh, okay. Well, that's good then. Thank you. Thanks so much for the chat. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, okay. You take care. Take care of yourself. Bye. Bye. Pat McCrossan's Song Pick of the Week. Approaching. What do you mean? Pat's Song Pick of the Week. Approaching.
Now my interview with Hollington manager Scott Price. Hello. Hello, is that Scott? It is. Oh, hi Scott. This is Chris from the podcast. Hello, mate. Uh, it's a real pleasure to talk to you. This is Scott Price, a Hollington manager. We're just what I was trying to do for the podcast was to try and do all the local clubs and how, how you're all getting on with the lockdown. I've managed to get in co- contact with a few of them. So it was just uh, how, how are your lads coping with this situation? Um, one or two are struggling to one or two are suffering mental health. Yeah. Generally, I think everyone's okay. It is what it is, isn't it? The whole country's in, in, is in the same boat. So it's not like we're, you know, isolated and alone. We're all in the same boat. So. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you keeping in contact with them? Are you, like, you've got, like, a little phone contact and that and keeping them sort of training and stuff? Or what's, what's happening that side? Obviously got a WhatsApp group, which you know, it's forever going off with banter, etc. Um, <laughs> one of the um, players, Bolo Kamara, he um, he does a, a Zoom session 
every other week. Yeah. Keep fit. But um, all you can do is ask players to look after themselves, really. Because they can't do anything else. Yeah. Can't yeah. So it's just, you just have to trust the players that they're looking after themselves. Yeah. One of the things I noticed on the the uh, was uh, old Jay going into the army. Now Jay used to play with my son Dylan. Um, you know his dad. I think his dad was D- Darren. Is his dad done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever team he was coaching, when my boy was probably about eight or nine, he was in the same team as Jay. Stood out like a sore thumb in like the youth youth football. He was absolute monster. Do you know what I mean? He was just tremendous player. And I did see him a few times for Holland in the last. Couple of years because he was there the last couple of years, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's nice to see him doing all right, and he's he's joined the army. He's going in the army in January, and that was it, really. And to be honest, I think it's the best thing for him, really. He's um, he's one of those lads which I think will benefit massively from it. Mm. Particularly for us, because obviously losing a good player, but you know we're we're a club that. Would rather him do well than, you know, for the sake of a few goals, if you like. It's, it's, it's his whole career. Yeah. So, no, fair play to him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice one, nice one. So what, what's your goals for next season? What, what do, Where do you see Holliton in the next couple of years, football-wise? Um, well, there's so much speculation at the moment of, obviously, the new ground facings have got, whether... You know, we want to be part of that or not, or whether we um, go along and do our own project at our own grounds. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, that's out of my hands. That's uh, that's the football club decision. Um, so, I think whichever route it takes, it's obviously gonna it's gonna go. The football club itself is gonna get bigger and bigger. Yeah. They do do their own pitch and they finally get senior football, which the club desperately deserves. Yeah. I've always said in Hastings, you know, we've only got Hastings United as a senior team. You, know, you go to Eastbourne, which is a similar sized town, and they've got five teams. Yeah. So, you know, for the town point of view, it does need another club to take that step into senior football and you know hopefully it's, it's us yeah well absolutely all the bet all the all the luck to you I mean I know you know I've been along to a few games over the last few years and and you've got a lovely little grounds they make a mean cup of tea in there and like you know it's 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 used you know it's you know the standard is good you know it's um you know and uh obviously I've seen you know you demand uh a certain level of play, you know, it's, it's hard because obviously <clears throat> I've played and managed at a high level. Yeah. yeah the reason I've come to Hollington because I was born and bred in Hollington. Mm. So it's, you know, it's, a, it's a team close to my heart. So, you know, it, I've got to look at it from my point of view. If, if the club cannot progress, I'll, you know, would I stay? I don't know, to be honest. Mm. Probably, you know, I've done, this is my fifth year now. Yeah, I've got some like, players, really. You've got to have a goal at the end of... Oh, of course. Uh, you know, to progress. And at the moment, the club, the club are trying.
I mean, it's hard to get players playing at this level because of, you know, you've got teams like Sydney in the same league and they're playing, you know, good money. In yeah. Teams in the league, Bexhill, who are senior football. And other than that, apart from Hastings, who, you know, they're a different, completely different entity than everyone else. You know, they're a big, big club. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to compete against these sort of... And to get the players we've got, you know, it's... It's a testament to the club, really. They yeah. want to come up with themselves from my uh, home. So, you know, we've got a good project, and I'm actually gutted the season finished because you know, we picked up another couple of players on the, the turn of the first lockdown. And I actually generally think we would have pushed whoever was up there, probably Sydney. I think we'd have pushed them all the way. Yeah. But it is what it is. It's frustrating, but I'm more frustrated. I don't see my family than not playing football so yeah perspective yeah no absolutely I mean I know I know we us uh, well as in I speak for myself but us football fans I mean I'm just, you're a football fan obviously but you're also involved with actual coaching and that but we're all we're all in our little bubble of football but actually the wider perspective is our friends our family you know as long as they're okay and it's you know the, the whole country's struggling at the moment you know hopefully yeah. we get through this soon I mean, I'm not, I've not seen my son for six weeks. Oh, is it? He's 21, this is his mum, and I'm not allowed to see him. So, That's know, tough. When I look at that, and rather than playing out football, it's, it doesn't, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't really need explaining, does it? No, of course it doesn't. <laughs> of course it doesn't, mate, don't you? Well, try get, uh, carrying on in my little bubble of football, you know, we start back up again soon, or be it the summer. I mean, for anyone that's going to come down to your ground, what what are the standouts? What are the ones that are going to really entertain whoever comes along to watch? To be fair, we've got this year. We've got a lot of players who have played at a very good level, like finishing their careers, like Wes Tate, um, just signed Jamie Crone, Obviously, oh. Razor's just finished now. Um, got Danny Andrews, who's another player that's played at a good level. Uh, Anthony Story. He obviously played Tracy's. Mm. Um, he's, he's playing um, Tommy Clark. They've got old names who are county league team, if not higher. Obviously, we don't have the, the relationship with Hastings this year with the youth players, they, the academy players. So we haven't got we haven't had any of them this year. So, I mean, next year's a different season. You know, players come and go all the time. Yeah. It's, it's, hard. it's, it's hard at this level because you know, the higher you play, the more control you have because the higher you go, money does come into it. And oh, of course. Control players as such with, with money. But now it's, you know, it's almost like they're doing me a favour by coming to the club where I know for well they could leave Hollington tomorrow and go and, and, go and sign Bex Hill, which is too the time. Yeah. So a league higher, so. And so, I don't know, it's, it's hard to say really because obviously next year's a different year. Mm. players will come and go and it all depends on the ground I mean if we get a go ahead with one or the other then it's a great selling point to players you know younger players as well because it's it'll be something to play for yeah 100% whereas the older players we've got now probably not going to see the new ground mm. so I can't sell that to them you know in two years time we might have a new 3G pitch blah blah they're thinking in two years time I'm, I'm tired so yeah it's difficult at the moment. It's a difficult year. It's difficult to. Um, it's probably the hardest year you get 
requires to commit, if you like, in all the years I've managed, which is 10 years now, right? Mm. It's, it's been difficult, but ironically, I've probably got the strongest holding to say, okay, I think I've been at the back of my own. If we were to start again tomorrow, and I don't know what I've had uh, the strongest side ever, uh, yeah, okay, Sean. Well, yeah, you mentioned Razor. Um, any words on the great man? Yeah, yeah, he'll be about. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll stay with us. He'll uh, coaching. He'll come along to the games. Um, I think he's going to. He's obviously going to stay at Mason United. He's under 12, I think he does. But yeah, he'll stay. You know, he's important to us. He's obviously a close friend of mine as well. Oh, is he? Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was his best man. Oh, was it? Oh, then actually, you can't get any closer than that. Uh, so, yeah, he'll Well, of course, yeah, I was about to say that, Scott. Well, Hastings need a club. I would, you know, if Hastings want to progress, which they do and they should, you know, they need a club to go with them, you know. Because mm. you, you do need a feed set, you know, for a better word. I'm not saying we will be a feeding team, but like Eastbourne Borough have the Eastbourne Town, Eastbourne United, Langley Wanderers, as you know, team players which can play for and look to progress if you like. Whereas at the moment players that go to Honington now they're never going to go from Honington to Hastings. It's too big a gap. Mm. So, you know, once we get the senior football it's the whole structure of the club will, will change. And the structure of the, of the town will change as well. No, it's something to look f- something to look forward to, Scott. Hopefully, you know, uh, these things can happen. I mean, I know it's it's a bit of a limbo we're all a bit in limbo, aren't we, really, at the moment, and hopefully things yeah, can change yeah. for the better. I'll be surprised if we finish the season, to be honest. Yeah, it doesn't... It's, I mean, I'm Mr... Usually I'm a real uh, positive bastard all the time, but I'm I'm struggling with all this now, so, uh, yeah, it, that, it's, yeah, it's not looking good. No, I mean, no. It's, but again, you know, we've still got the pair that it might, so... Yeah. We just carry on, I suppose. Yeah. Well, listen, Scott, look, absolutely, thank you very much for your time. And, uh, yeah, well, all the best to you, to Holland, and, you know, things, you know, things improve. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, thank you very much. You, yeah, cheers, mate. Time. And here's Chairman Jack Stapley of Westfield. Anyway, let, let, let's talk about your club, Jack Stapley. You're the, the, the chairman of Westfield. Yep. How long have you been chairman for? Uh, I think I'm coming up to my third year now of being chairman. Uh, so I've played for the club since... Since I was probably 16, um, no, maybe 18. Uh, I was at Hastings United before that, playing under my dad. He was obviously reserve team manager at the time. Um, played under 18 football there as well. Made a couple of appearances for the first team. Moved over when the reserves disbanded just before, I think it was just before the FA Cup run, probably the year before, maybe two years before the FA Cup run, uh, moved over to Westfield. Um, basically, our whole reserve side that was at Hastings moved over there. Okay. Yeah, so we have uh, been playing ever since. Had a couple of years of not playing through injury. 
um, and had half a year playing for Andover as well when I was going to go to university. Um, <laughs> it's a long old trip, that one. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I've always been at, always been at Westfield. Um, while I was playing, I was obviously, I know you're obviously um, a Hastings fan, so I was, I was um, coaching at Hastings as well, doing the under-21s and, and under-18s while Metting was involved with the with the the Hastings United development sort of side of it before it started really picking up in the last few years under Aggie. So always, always been affiliated, obviously always been affiliated with local football, mm. mainly through my dad, who I'm sure probably you guys have probably heard of through the FA Cup run and, and things yeah. like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, been a fun journey anyway. Yeah. I'll say that just, obviously we were going to, we were going to talk about lockdown, but one, one of the things as a Hastings fan you know, any any fan of non-league is there's a load of history that you only get through word of mouth because the, it yeah, isn't yeah. all written down. Like half of the things you've said, I've never even I didn't know these things, and it's like you yeah, know, yeah. So this thing about the whole reserve team went to Westfield was that because there was a big fallout? I mean, we don't have to go there, but like no, it was, yeah, no not what was it? not at all. Basically, the uh, the Sussex County League obviously changed from having reserve teams to having under twenty three sides. Oh, okay. Um, so it was at that time then that basically Hastings disbanded their reserve team and, and started up an under twenty three side. So um, that's all it was really. There was no, no other reason other than that. No fallouts. No, no oh, nothing good. like Sorry. that. I mean, I, I while, while playing for Westfield, I was still in, like I said, I was still involved with with Hastings doing mm. doing the youth sides and helping out wherever I could, helping out on match days with the first team and uh, whatever I could really just to. Coaching yeah. something that's always that always interested me, so I tried to get in there as, as early as possible with it. But yeah, I, w- I would have said probably eight or nine, maybe ten players went over to Westfield from from Hastings Reserve okay. Team, and and we were we were pretty successful for for a side that has never paid a penny to anyone or never mm. doesn't doesn't even give expenses out really. Where when you're, you're traveling to teams like I don't know, in my first season, I think we beat Dorking home and away, who look now are in the conference. Yeah. Um, we knocked Eastbourne Borough out of the Sussex Senior Cup. I'm sure you remind them. I'm sure you remind them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. We <laughs> we uh, we beat Hastings in pre-season, mm. um, beat them 1-0. So we, we were quite a successful side. I think we ended mm. up finishing third or fourth in the end. Unfortunately, due to ground grading, we weren't we weren't able to get promoted. And obviously, ground grading is is why we're at now at step seven rather than at step six, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. It's... Uh, there's always been that carrot of having the new ground coming over the road for Westfield. It hasn't materialised as yet, but hopefully once we're out of lockdown and the developers pick up again, we, we may get a little bit more further forward in that yeah. thing because it's been going for 20, 20 plus years now. And that's it. unfortunately, that's probably the only way that we're going to get back into senior football is, is by having that ground over there. Uh, yeah. Our pitch is unfortunately two yards too short. And also, we'd probably never get planning permission to put floodlights in the stand up. So, it's it's a frustrating yeah. thing for me. But the the clubs, the clubs uh, always looked after me, so I do my best to look after it. Well, it's, it's a nice little place. I mean, I was asking a few of the fans before coming on and speaking to you. You know, like what do you want to? Talk? And all they talked about was we we, we want to play a pre. We must please <laughs> pre season annuals because it's it's it's. A, I mean, it's a lovely area. It's a lovely little. I mean, a little gr- ground if you come in. Is, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a nice little area. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, try and sort have a word with someone, and we'll, we'll have preseason, and we will make sure but, we spend lots of money. But yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was brilliant this year. Although 
look, I'm not 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 worried about the result at the end of the day. It doesn't matter to us. It's it's more for for Hastings benefit than ours. But we benefit through obviously the fans coming, spending money. Yeah. I mean that kick that in an, in any normal year that preseason friendly will probably keep us going for half a season. Mm. Um, it's it's just a bit like you say. It's been a mad year since March yeah. last since March last year, and we're. It's, um, that's a nice word to use uh you know yeah could, could say something worse than that but yeah you, you certainly you certainly could and it's um <laughs> it's been very challenging and, and it and it's tough it's, it's tough at the best of times i mm. mean you, you 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 can't charge to get in the ground um so you are completely reliant on what people spend in the bar and yeah. the food and the food outlet so it's um it's a it's a slightly a different world to to most like once you step out of senior football, it's it's a little bit of a different world because, yeah. like you say, you, you cannot charge. It's a parish field anyway, so we, we can't charge. And it's mm. um, look, they've been good to us, and and the council have been good to us o- over the years, and and they continue to help us as as best they can, and and we're we're getting by, but it's uh, we're, we're massively reliant on on like the games against Hastings and and your Bexhills and things like that, uh, and local derbies really. It was unfortunate. We were just obviously due to have yeah, it was, a yeah. You got Hollington, didn't you? you got, yeah, Hollington, and um, I mean they've been averaging fantastic gates, probably one hundred and fifty plus. Mm. We've been getting we've been getting sixty or seventy up there. So I'd imagine we'd have had two hundred, yeah, maybe even pushing three hundred at the mm. game, especially with obviously fans not being able to to go to Hastings. So or I think they were in Kent somewhere that weekend, so they probably wouldn't have been able to travel. So we'd have picked up a few few fans there and. Um, like you say, all the teams in this level reliant on those sort of those sort of games. So mm. it's unfortunate that we didn't get it in, but um, health comes first at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, yeah, we're all we're all stuck in the same boat here. Yeah, but, exactly, exactly. So I was going to ask you. So how how are the team dealing with the lockdown? I mean, are you still in communication with all of them? Uh, what's how, how's it working? Yeah, I mean, we've got we've got a. a like a WhatsApp group between the uh, between the first team, and there's one for the reserves, and uh, and also one between the managers and the coaches of the adults and youth team. Um, so we're all just in in communication via that, really. Uh, I mean, Strava's. I don't know if you've heard of the app Strava. It's like a like a running app, basically. Yeah, we're okay. all doing little challenges on there just to keep yourself active. Um, I mean, our under 17s are doing are tr- virtually running the Route 66. Right. in America which had like 1200 miles or something like that but it's, it's a good little initiative just to keep yeah. them active and and it's the same it's the same all, all around really um I mean I think everyone's got quite good at PlayStation anyway <laughs> during, yeah, during lockdown <laughs> there's been a few uh, FIFA tournaments and, and Call of Duty Warzone and things like that and yeah. all, all just little things really just uh, keep keeping everyone yeah. keeping everyone involved and we've got a great group of lads I didn't think I'm probably I'm probably the third or fourth oldest in the side at twenty <laughs> at twenty seven uh, twenty eight years old. It's uh, it's quite. Oh, you're only twenty eight. Bloody hell! Yeah, All right. I, okay. Put you uh, a bit older. Twenty eight. Yeah. Oh, no. No. So it's. Uh, yeah, it's 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 all fun and and like I say, the guys have been uh, good as gold. And they'll be uh, as and when it's ready to start back up again, they will be ready and chomping at the bit. Everyone's chomping at the bit now to yeah. go and have a game and and when the government lacks the the rules a little bit. I'm sure we'll get back out there and get training and give it another go. Well, one of the other questions I wanted to ask you was your side. I mean, what what are your goals for next season? And also, like when when because I'm sure 
I mean, a, a lot of Hastings fans are popped down to yourself and Hollington, you know, with, if, particularly if, if we can't go to games. Yeah. The, um, who, who are the players to watch? So our goals, our goals for every season really are obviously to be as high in the league as possible. Um, we, we, we put to, I mean, dad, dad's the manager um, here now. So he put together a really decent side this year. We, we, we've been, unfortunately, we got quite affected by injuries before lockdown. I think we, we lost three or four on the bounce, but we lost our goalie due to injury and having to put players in goal and, and things is it's very difficult. Unfortunately, goalkeepers seem to be a, a special breed that one, we've we've always had a good goalie, but they always seem to get injured at Westfield. It's a very strange, uh, strange situation, and we've um, we've struggled to replace keeper this year. So the results probably don't reflect how good our side really is for our level. Well, oh, you're about low mid table. You're about low mid table. Yeah, 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 we are, we are, we are at the moment. But we, I mean, mm. before before we lost the keeper, I think we were. It was Sidley, Hollington, Westfield. So, oh, okay. and I was probably between us three was probably the ones that would go on and push on and be go for the top of the league. I mean, Sidley are a very good side, and same with Hollington. They're both for, for step seven levels. They've they've got both got some serious players, and uh, and we're and we're the same. To be fair, we picked up some players from from higher league football this year. I mean, he, he left just before lockdown started to go to Eastbourne United, but George Landays, who was at um, East Grinstead. You probably remember him from he was playing for Horsham Lewis so he's in very in, in recent yeah. he's, been, he's been about he, he's so, he, and he knows where the net is but I'll probably play to watch is probably Dan Tewksbury he come from Little Common this year he's just full of energy very tall brilliant on the ball scores goals and and again I think I do think that he could probably go and play a high level of football Aggie's obviously been very good to us as well with some lone players Bradley Kipps the centre half who's from Rye Way, um, brilliant and young lad. He plays for the under-19s and under-18s at Hastings, Hugo Corbin, who I think will be a, a mainstay in the Hastings side for for years to come. Yeah. His passing range and, and just he's just two steps ahead of everyone else. He, he's, he's a fantastic little player and, and I'm pretty sure that you'll see him very soon in a Hastings shirt. So a lot to look forward to then. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And uh, it's good to add, like I say, Aggie's been brilliant to us this year. He's loaned us players when we needed them. And, uh, and we've, had, we've had Hugo, Will, Brad, who, who have done brilliant for us. Oh, good, good. Okay, Jack, um, is there anything else you want to mention that I'll, I'll make sure goes on the podcast? Anything you want to promote? Probably going to be a, a self-plug, but it's really a lot, um, sponsorship. Yeah. That's the one thing at our level that... that everyone struggles for is, is sponsorship um, and we're not we're not talking massive amount of money we're just talking uh, like next for next season we're going to need new first team kits we're going to need um, a new training kit for example um, so if, if there is companies out there that are, that are looking to get involved in a in a small step seven non-league club then by all means give me a shout on my email or twitter or facebook um, and what quite, is that email on Twitter? Just so uh, they know. So Jack? the the email is westfieldfcchairman at gmail and the the Twitter page is fc one westfield, or the Facebook page is Westfield Football Club. I'm happy to answer any questions. Looking at looking, we do we do little things. Even player sponsor from from five pound a week, or not from five pound a week, from five pound a month. They go in the program, get shout outs on social media. We have got. 
over 5,000 followers now. So we're for, for a team at our level, that's pretty good. So yeah, just, just little things like that, the, the little sponsorship things that keep the club going. Cause like you say, it has been, it has been a tough year and we haven't had any income for a long time now. So, but the bills are still coming out. Unfortunately, yeah. you still, you still have to pay the Sussex FA. You still have to pay the leagues registration forms, et cetera, et cetera. Cause they need to keep going as well. It's, it's no fault of their own that this has happened. Um, if we want to play football, we still got to pay those fees. So it's uh, like I say, it's just the little things like that. Yeah. Well, you, the clubs at your level, they, you really do need a break. I mean, obviously, even like at Hastings level, you know, it's this is this is this is a nightmare for all the for all the clubs. Oh, really. absolutely. And I, I really do feel for Hastings because it's two seasons running that they should be promoted and. Unfortunately, yeah. it's probably going to look like it's going to be the same situation again with, with a null and void season. Yeah. And no one wants that because if Hastings do well, all the local clubs do well. So that's, uh, that's, what, that's what we want to happen anyway. Yeah. And being someone who's followed Hastings myself, so it's, uh, I want them to do as well as possible. Yeah, okay. Well, thank, thanks for that, Jack. And, f- and thanks very much for your time, mate. And, uh, Not a problem. I hope things, when they all start up again, I hope your boys do well. And I hope someone's been listening that wants to, to sponsor your side as well. So, because you're a Brilliant, nice little you. club, nice little, I know, nice little, great little place to stand. It's lovely. There's lovely refreshments. There's a, not a yeah. bad butcher's down the road as well, as I remember. No, very good butcher's yeah, down the road. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so, you know, there you go. But um, look, Jake, t- take care and have a good yeah. day. And you, mate. Hopefully yeah, mate. see you in pre-season. Yeah, Cheers. absolutely. Wonderful. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Well, that's it for another week, Hastings fans. Who knows when there will be football again? I will carry this song as long as there's a slender hope of football this season. Please try and give your feedback or suggestions in by email, which is hufcpod at gmail.com or on Twitter at hufcpodcast. Everyone that contacts me will get a lovely Sussex Policy podcast sticker through the posts for their efforts. If you want to speak to fellow Hastings fans, we have a wonderful new website designed by Hastings fan and tech guru Adam Carter, and that web address is hu-supporters.club. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host Chris Laverick, hope you have a good week, and see you at the game, whenever that is. One thing that you can't train into someone is is that aura you give off in the six yard box. <laughs> Bit strong lads. So. Yours is a really rounded out tackles. I've I've taken it for you guys. Taking it for the team. If not, I think everyone's got to get start getting their fingers warmed up. There's no way you can teach David to take a tackle. Right. This it sounds like a sort of like a, 
a sort of dildo noise going on in your house, John. Could you speak again? Getting, a, getting arrested, Adam. Getting arrested. There's some vacuuming. <laughs> this is ro- what is going on here today. I'm going to make Robbie, no comments, that. so you can't put it in a takeout. Which is good to see. Into I was truly excited for it. My, you saw my head go down. For the second half, we didn't let go. Yeah, I'm pretty close. We kept dominating. Even in the difficult conditions. Oh, Robin. You always play right on the edge, um, physically, and, and you're so on it when you're playing. Watch where you hold that. Look at it. <laughs> no one touches my stick without my permission. It's like he's just an old what? woman. I said, give me 10 seconds. It'll be better then. Just get on the long, no. man. Uh, I'm not green anymore. I've just gone black. Yeah, but I'm a snowflake. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are, actually. You told me to come. I can alternate. <laughs> That. So, Chris, when you said come to these, it'll be fun. I didn't know you was turning me gay. That's just an honest appraisal Hang of Chris's on. talent. There's a long man for you. I'm not... Don't, mate. <laughs> don't worry, you are the champion of your bottom, mate. Yeah, the water no, bottle thing's no, amazing. No, safety Dave. Only Safety Dave can be the butt from now on. And my, my bottom is my own private kingdom, and I shall defend it with my life. Yeah, the bum cleverage is tremendous. Current champion, Safety Dave. Yeah, I can take it on the chin. It looks like Liz's head's in your crotch here, guys. Well, I, I would, I gotta sort of um, stick up for Robbie there. Homoerotism everywhere. <laughs> All right, if John Mills on my yes. side, I immediately retract my statement, and I was wrong. Robbie, that's how it works. It's all right. A and E are used to it now. <laughs> <laughs> where, where is bloody John Wheels? John Wheels is. I know he's your mate. But he is odd, isn't he? But yeah, no, uh, absolutely love, loved getting involved. You know, it's, it's the, the joy of the release. I mean, obviously, for a tenor, it's brilliant, no matter what. calls himself a communist, and he's got more than one room in his house. That's a joke. Exactly. The outside toilet, George. Sounds good. We'll make a good Saturday night of it. 100%. And these four hounds came for me and, and pinned me against the gate. And I had a massive... For those memory. of you listening in black and white, it's a multicoloured tickle stick. And, and as well, you had, you had time to sit and read the newspaper on the loo as well, didn't you, I heard? And I found you behind the... You could have actually, could have actually blown us just to rub it in. Making eye contact, make yourself small. And all... It's big and purple. George, nipped my butt. It's hard as a hair this season. The first, the first thing when I got there, the first thing that mm. happened was Bobby rated the uh, away goalie's ass. Robbie, that's going in the outtake, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> John, you're sticking up for him, mate. That's all I'm going to say. Sam, what has he received from you? That's all we're going to say. No one come. So I knew what it's was everywhere. going on. Well, that's a good touch, actually, because obviously I work in uh, the trade. I'll go first. A classic, great away performance. Go for it, guys. It's been a really good reach. Is it on suck or blow? Me, George and Robbie had some fun there. To be fair, if I'm a, if I'm a fan that comes a few times and I've been sort of attacked by Sean and I've got I've got my members a good time to sandwich it in. Great, everyone gets involved. I speak from experience. <laughs> that I'll fucking hurts. That electric fence, new bollocks. <laughs> that does hurt on you. <laughs> so you've been to Hamburg as well? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah, it has been. I think as a club, we've come together. We were controlled. Yeah, I just felt really like part of something, and that's been the big thing. We've come together via well, WhatsApp. That's breaking a- news, breaking news. John Wills, John Wills is Aggie in. He's got something uh, in his lips. It. There you go. All day long, soaking because we slipped over more. I don't know whether I've seen the full build up to it, but 
He's, he's, he's melted now. He's got me on screen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like a sports negligee on you, John. But I have seen... The- did, did the lads like get to him? No. Um, one can- like a wasp in a jam jar. I spent too much mm. taking it in, don't I, Charlotte? <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Let's be honest, on. she's always loving him unless they're having sex. I've been really oh. anal about it, George. Like on your webcam. There's a massive mouthful. Well, no, but I do think it just needs to be clarified. I think it might take quite a long time for, for, for some of the main stand to actually remove their underpants. You know, I put up that image of that old one that I've got, hmm. um, which I now can't find, actually. <laughs> I agree, it's a mouthful though. It's a great presence you have in the box. Does that sort of just sit there underneath? But look at my scenery. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because you need a drink to forget the factory on rye. And we'd had a bit of a warning that there was sort of guard dogs there. Oh, latched onto my nether regions. And I ended up in A&E anyway. <laughs> oh...